0: It's on like Donkey Kong Rewind 80s Play Live Saturday, March the 6th, 2021 at the Wedge Theatre in South Victoria. We kick off our mixtape tour with all the greaties from the 80s. Tickets available now. For more info and ticket link, visit thewedge.com.au. Get yours before they go-go. Woo! Hard on.
1: This is the eighties montage. It's wow. great to be back. Are
0: you refreshed?
1: I am refreshed. Fuck, I feel. I'd love
0: to know what that that feels like. I feel completely slept. You know. Yeah. I've had heaps of sleep. Yeah.
1: So so good.
0: Did you have heaps of sleep or did you just drink? I had a
1: lot of sleep. Yeah. I, yeah, great. I didn't sleep in. Yeah. Uh, I tend to go to bed quite early because like, I went swimming every fucking day and that really takes it out of you, you know. Yeah, of course. Because I was going to like waterfalls and beaches and bloody nude beaches and clothed beaches. And
0: <laughs> That's so 80s to go to a nude yeah, beach. Yeah, we
1: stopped at a nude beach one day. It was good.
0: Wow. And we're yeah. drinking West Coast coolers yes. that you brought along.
1: That's right because we're going to be talking about Club Club Tropicana.
0: Club Tropicana is for free. Is That's it for right. free though?
1: Is it? Is anything
0: free? Are there strings attached? Now, Club Tropicana
1: is sort of a bit of a broad term mm. and it's any songs that are like bit summery, bit beachy, bit resorty, you know? Yeah,
0: anything summery. Uh, that we – and brings back memories for us of the summer because you've just come back from holiday. That's
1: right. i got one more week of holidays before i got to go back to work, so I'm really sort of soaking it up because um, we had a cyclone while we were up north.
0: Oh, right. Yeah.
1: So was, it was it bad? Yeah, uh, Not bad for what I've experienced up there, but um, heaps of rain, heaps of like thunderous like fucking tropical rain. So, yeah, it, it – um, it's not it, – it doesn't rain like it rains here in Melbourne. Yeah. When it rains here in Melbourne, it's like a fucking apology, you know. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Oh, yeah.
0: sorry, it Yeah, rained, you know? actually I went to go and get um, waxing done the other day and it started – raining in Melbourne, torrential, just like – and I had ah. to ring the – because I'd walk everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not coming in in that rain and I don't have an umbrella. Yeah. Don't ask me where they've all gone. <laughs> no one ever knows where their fucking umbrellas are. So I had to cancel that appointment but I went back. Um, and just a heads up for the chicks that are listing: make sure you buy some lotion or something at your <laughs> – at your waxes because some of them are expired and they give them to you for like a third of the price. Wow, really? I got some really good shit for a third of a price. That was the highlight of my week. It's off, but Well it's off, but it sort of doesn't go off. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It has yeah. to be pretty fucking old to go Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I got I, I like Dermalogica, yeah, which is yeah, this yeah. thing. And it was like twenty five bucks for a big bottle. So yeah.
1: <laughs> you don't think of products going off, do you? But I accidentally used an old bottle of conditioner at my brother's where I was staying up north. How old? And it clearly was off. Right. It was off because they've got like plant oils and stuff in them. Yeah, yeah. Things like that and yeah. that shit goes off, you know. This, this fucking stunk.
0: Oh, my God. This was Does no they, good. Do they not wash their hair up
1: there? Um, it's it was, what it was the guest bathroom, so okay. I'd say yep. they've popped something in there years ago and not really checked in on it. But the um, old
0: motel fucking conditioners. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was a bit of a fright. It was great otherwise, but the conditioner was no good.
0: Wow, fantastic! So we're we gonna do tropical songs. Anything that. His summary. Yeah, sort of uh, Club Tropicana
1: is the best way of explaining it. It's sort of think kind of Miami Vice, like think, you know, fluoro, think sort of pastels and resort wear, being on the beach and yeah, that kind of shit.
0: Absolutely. And they were always great tunes to party to. Like they put you in a party mode. Yeah, so cruise even ships. Even though cruise ships, that's yeah. That territory. Yeah, I've never done the cruise ships. thing.
1: No, no the Fair Star. No. Fair Star, the fun fuck no, ship. No. no, I
0: haven't. I've done the Coca-Cola catamaran, <laughs> fell off that and uh, nearly got eaten by a crocodile in Queensland, but that's another story. And um, basically we're going to look at some tracks that are just really funky. I mean Club Tropicana is a great wham track.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Never sort it of, like it was a it was a an album single. Mm. I don't think it was it released on its own. Yeah, gotcha. It was, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is where he was very camp in this.
1: Yeah. See the Brits loved the Brits love that kind of tropical vibe because yeah. it's such a departure from
0: where they are fucking
1: real life in, in right. Britain, you know. And, and we're
0: still in summer here. Yeah. And the whole rest of the world's probably in winter. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, so, it'll be so nice a couple to feel of good. at the top of the show before we dive in, we've got a big happy birthday first of all. Forty years old, Motley Crue. Forty years old, can really? you believe it? They probably should have broken well, up. Look, eighty. I saw them a couple of years ago, and yeah. um, uh, they're not no, great. No, I didn't
0: see this anywhere. Motley Crue, yeah, 40
1: years. yeah, forty years old.
0: Yeah, wow. Who's forty? The, the the band. So they've been doing that for 40 years.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Fuck, do you reckon they've been successful for 40 years?
1: Um, it's a bit of a fucking big Well, bit, they're still touring and cunts are still going, yeah, you know. Yeah, I guess like, so. Yeah.
0: Oh, they did come out here and Mark, what's his name, Mars was fucking Mick broken. Mars, yeah, Mick yeah. Mars yeah. Was he, just,
1: like, he just looks like a fucking zombie. But yeah. um, the other one, the, the lead singer, what's his name? I always forget it.
0: See, I've got Nikki Six on my Nikki, Twitter.
1: Vin, Vince Neil. Vince Neil.
0: Oh, Nikki Six has got nothing to do with yeah. fucking Motley's. No, yeah, Nicky Six. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But Vince Neil's the singer.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Is and he the one celebrating?
1: He, look, he looks like a heart attack <laughs> ro- rolled in hair. Oh, damn. Oh, shit.
2: Yeah.
1: And I think, look, if he, I don't know, if he had looked after himself, because he was, like, stunning back in the day, like, blonde and fucking... Oh, he, 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 he. He's got diabetes apparently. Oh, diabetes. He says diabetes. Diabetes? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you have to lose weight on diabetes. That's
1: right. You've got to look after yourself.
0: Wow Because yeah. they say the guy from Steel Panther looks like a mixture of him and David Lee Roth
1: Yeah right And
0: uh, it's pretty true
1: uh, Yeah David Lee Roth has looked after himself
0: Yeah it's, um, He's know, just got no hair Vince Neil has not But he still can't David Lee Roth so
1: Yeah yeah that's right that helps you know, yeah. Which is
0: really funny you
1: can Get away well, Happy with birthday Motley
0: Crue Go and watch the fucking Netflix show What was that one? I was talking about that the, the other dirt. day The Dirt where Nikki yeah. Sixx is hot as fuck He's hot that actor
1: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh fuck! He, the actor's hot, but Nikki Six ain't no. hot. that shit me.
0: Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. don't
1: try to rewrite history. We's, yeah, we've seen you. Also, yeah. and a couple of in memoriams, Sammy. Yes. Uh, during the week, we we lost lovely Chris Murphy, the um,
2: NXS. you know, this
1: Vangali manager of NXS and several other Aussie Models. bands like the Models and so mm. forth. Very sad. He was a big personality in the music industry and it's um, very sad to lose him.
0: Well, he took a lot of risks. He spent a lot of money and it came back.
1: But, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, they were incredible guys. So, you know, the the people around them would have really been on board and and believed in their future. The other in memoriam I have, Sammy, Sammy is poor old Hooks. Hooks. Laverne Hooks from Police Academy. (laughs) Played by lovely Marion Ramsey. She passed away on January seventh. She
0: wasn't that old, was she?
1: Uh no. I'm bad at maths. She was born in 47.
0: Oh, yeah, she was a so little, little get more. 70,
1: 73, yeah, 73. Seventy-three. Yep. Yeah, she she you know, the the character um hooks and police academy was a lot of fun. I always refer to Micah as hooks when he's driving. Better not laugh, better not cry. We'll be fucking late yeah. to get somewhere and, and fucking- Taking we'll, his time. We'll be, we'll be going fucking 20Ks an hour. Anyway.
0: And then she explodes in the end and just gets like this mean thing about it, doesn't she? Yeah, she yeah. Don't you, move, yeah. dirtbag. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. And also I just want to give a mention out to Shabadoo, who was the <laughs> the, the um, American dancer who was one of my favourites. He was called Olzone. In right. breakdance. Oh yes. electric Boogaloo. Of course. Yeah. So he was fabulous. Now he they don't know he had COVID or something. Or or he had something going on and he wrote on his Twitter, I'll be cool, I'll be fine, and then he died the next day. It was horrific. And I was quite mortified because he did um who's that girl tour with Madonna. Yeah. He would dance in that tour as well as yeah. that little boy that she had in the tour. Um and I loved him as a dancer, and I just loved his energy. The whole dance community mourned him. Such
1: a cool guy, yeah. such an amazing guy.
0: So it's been a bit weird, and I'm not sure what the conclusion is to how he died. Whether it was COVID, or I mean, he wasn't that old. Mm. But yeah, may they all rest in peace. Hey,
1: one more, um, one more figure we've lost. Sammy is the um, the the Trump, Trump presidency. Oh, that's a bit sad, isn't
0: it? Fucking
1: good. Fuck off, you fucking loser. Fuck off. I hope we never hear from him again. Oh, fuck. What a failure.
0: Mate. Have you been watching the show reels of the shit he's been that he's said in four years? In the
1: four years.
0: Like Matty was saying to me today, he was talking about nine eleven and how bad it was, but he kept calling it seven eleven. 7 seven eleven?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like
0: he's in really in a really different reality. And I almost got worried about people that liked him. I was like, what reality are you in? Because it's, just it's a very tacky third piece dimensional. Of shit. Yeah.
1: I, 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 I don't get it. I don't get the appeal at all. I would never, ever want to be aligned with anybody like that, you know. Let's hope he's gone.
0: And I think the country's much better off. And apparently there's only a thousand deaths a day now. It's gone down. Really? Well, they're masking up and they're doing yeah. things that we've done as Victorians. and. Yeah. Um, and they're social distancing and they're starting to believe that there's something. I mean, you have to believe there's something there. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: If you don't, you're mental. If you don't, you're just a fucking, you just want the money. Money is just too important for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Probably never made any in the first place but now you want your money. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Um, It's harder, especially for people in industry that aren't working, Mm. to put people first. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's very tricky. Absolutely.
1: All right, let's dive in. One more week left of holidays, so let's dive back in.
0: So the next song is a fucking, oh, look, it's not my favourite song of hers or theirs, um, but we'll give it a go anyway. Very big in Chinese restaurants at the time, karaoke.
1: karaoke, definitely. Will you look at Bloody Muriel's Wedding and that was set in the 80s.
0: Ah, well, see, this is a cover, remember, because we covered this one, didn't we? That's
1: right. It was a cover, definitely. Yeah,
0: 1980, Blondie released it. Yes. I wasn't a fan. It wasn't rock enough for me.
1: No, and it was sort of, oh, oh. Maybe quite tongue-in-cheek for them with Very their like uh, punk backgrounds and mm. all the fucking cool stuff they had done previously.
0: Yeah, I is, remember it coming out on compilation albums and…
1: Is this on the same album as Rapture?
0: I don't think so. I think this is mm. a single that just came out of nowhere.
1: Oh, Really? Yeah. I think
0: this is just before Blondie's decided she's going to go solo, I reckon. Yeah,
1: she did go solo the following year, didn't she? Uh,
0: maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But it just sounds a little disjointed.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is a big cruise ship song, definitely a big summer song. Uh, the
0: Paragons released it in 1967. That's right. They we were a reggae band. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd prefer their version better. It's just a bit too commercial.
1: (laughs) The the Paragon's version. Yeah. It would
0: be more authentic, wouldn't it? Yeah. This was like, I don't know, latex or something. So
1: this would have been on Auto American, is that right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. it is the same album, baby. It's the same album as Rapture. So Rapture was released. uh, I love Rapture. This was released in October 1980. Rapture was released. Rapture's a very important song because that was the first time a rap song went to number 1.
0: Mm. mm. Yeah. Very hard rap to learn. I've learned that rap. Fun, 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 yeah. fun, I had to do it. We did Rapture. Ages man ago. from Mars, yeah. eatin cars, oh, right. Eating bars. Really cool. Yeah. But um not easy to learn if you're if you're singing it, you know? But yeah, no, look, I think it was a necessary song. It wasn't a compilation album in Australia. God, it might have been the summer album, the compilation yeah. album. Yeah. With yeah. The, the the cartoon with the bathers or something. I don't know. Yes. Something like that. Yep. But um still very cool. Mm. Did you feel tropical up at your holiday? Did you? What tunes were you playing up there?
1: I did, and the thing about Cairns is it's very eighties. I know that yeah. sounds ridiculous, but it's it's very eighties. It's just like nothing's really changed. Changed, um, and there's a real kind of upbeat party vibe about Cairns, and um, I mean that's the sort of the scene is very upbeat because it's cos it's all sort of tropical and it's like all the bars are tropical it's that's why it's sort of got an 80s vibe because like Tropicana and tropical sort of decor and that kind of shit very 80s you know palm um what is it pink and palms that's massive at the moment you know like all that interior decor they have fucking pink walls and, and they're filling
0: cans now yeah 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 wow yeah. they've been
1: doing that since the 80s and Flamingo it's still like that shit. now yeah 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 yeah
0: you know in Muriel's wedding where they live on that house, yeah, is that in Cairns or where's that? That
1: was all set in the Tweed Coolangatta area. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, and Very that was a real. Clever. They were the that they were a real family in the Tweed Coolangatta area where they were all they were a bit simple. Right, yeah, they're actually oh, so a this bit is simple. A true story kind of. based on right. based on true story. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The the Muriel character was actually a guy. Like in real okay. life, the Muriel char- yep. character was a guy. Used to used to fucking pinch stuff and, you know. Wow, I did not know with that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, because it's so good because Dan's in that as well, remember? Dan he Wiley's plays, in yeah, it, Dan yeah. Dan Wiley plays a great part He's the in brother.
1: That. Yeah, Perry. Perry. And um, that, it launched, the Muriel's wedding launched the careers of Tony Collette. Mm. Um, Dan Wiley was already pro- prolific but it sort of brought him into films. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Griffiths, you know. Yes. Had Bill Hunter in it. Um, yeah. You know. All Matt Day, all these fabulous actors. Yeah, no, it was very,
0: very cool, and I just remember the house. It's something I'd like to live in in about twenty years. Yeah, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, that's the. I think I believe it's the Tweed River that that it's because it sort of looks over water. Yeah. But it's really crappy. I think it's sort of the 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 Tweed River. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Anybody that knows that area knows what I'm talking about. I used to live there. Did you? Yeah.
0: Ah yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, let's go on to our next summer song. Lovely. This is a beauty.
1: I fucking love this song.
0: Wasn't it in Karate Kid?
1: Yes, it was. And
0: it's in Cobra Kai at the moment too? Yes,
1: it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, So it's
0: big again. Yeah. People are going, wow. Yeah, yeah,
1: People are searching for this song now because of Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I did mention that in one of our episodes and I went, where have I seen it lately? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't much. Maddie's been watching Cobra Kai but I watched a little bits and pieces of it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah.
1: This was a really early period for Banana um Banana Rama. They um they were still doing the overalls and the stripes and the really big teased hair, like mm. the sort of shaggy sort of mullets. Yeah. Um, which was a really early look for them. And and like the hat, they sort of looked like Dexie's Midnight Runners, yeah. you know. They had that kind of um Vagabond kind of look. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. And
0: he, her uh, Siobhan's sister was in that video, Dexy's run yes. Runners. So maybe she she fucking broke the some same. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember which came first though. I think it might have been Dexy.
1: Really? I reckon mm. it might have been
0: this. Nah, Chris Summers '83. Is that? Come on, Eileen was pretty early. Come on, on Eileen.
1: Come on, Eileen. Right on her face. <laughs> so um, I love this period for, of Bananarama. This film clip was filmed in New York. Check, yeah. the, check out the film clip. Yeah. Um, there's this really interesting story. Oh, there's a couple of stories around this. Look at the song lyrically. It's all of their songs, all Bananarama songs, all the hits, you know, all the ones worth listening to from when they were a trio – um, they just do sort of like tranny camp disco songs these days as a as a yeah. duo. But um, all these songs, sort of this period and like, you know, in their hot period in the mid-80s and everything, really, really well written. Lyrically, r- lyrically actually very dark. A lot of sort of dark sort of tinges to it because they're, they're punky girls, you know. Yeah. Um, I looked at the writing credits and it had sort of Bananarama and – you know, all these other writers. Um, Jolly and Swain. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but I I heard that it was the idea was brought to the table by Siobhan. I don't know if this is a fucking rumor or what, but here we go. It was brought to Siobhan because um Sarah and Karen were all they grew up together from five years old. Mm. Siobhan didn't meet them until she was in her teens, until they were in their teens. And they were a lot closer. They that you know, they were a lot closer. She was always the kind of a little bit of an outsider.
0: Mm. And
1: they went out of town um and she was on her own, and apparently she she wrote the beginnings of this song on her own because she was feeling very lonely. Um and it was hot and she was sort of frustrated and and there is a sort of sense of um isolation isolation and loneliness and frustration in this song, mm. um, and yeah, interesting that, that she would then later be the one that would sort of break free, and um and leave the band, you know, but um that that's the that's the sort of myth about how it was brought to the how how. It, was conceived. This yeah, song, that she 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 wrote it first, and then you know it was completed by everyone else. So yeah, yeah. the other little story. Mm. So they filmed it in New York. They the the main reason there, there wasn't really any reason it was filmed in New York apart from the fact that they wanted to go there and um, to give it a, a bigger international vibe as well and look. And they went in the middle of summer. It was stinking hot. They did all sort of inner city uh shoots in the morning. They yep. Shot it, shot it in in sort of new you know Manhattan in the yep. morning. Really stinking hot. It was, it was on a was rooftop like a, wasn't it or something? Yeah, there was a lot of rooftop mm. shit and they were really hot, really puffed and tired because they would have been out the night before of course. Oh. And then they… The hour before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they went across to Brooklyn to do all the stuff where they're walking, uh, they're sort of walking through the streets and dancing under the bridge and everything. <laughs> and before they did the afternoon half, they went for lunch in like, we'd call it a pub but they'd call it a a, a bar or a diner or whatever and they met all these dock workers and the dock workers, they, they, you know, because they, they were party girls, you know, and they yeah. met all these dock workers and uh, the dock workers <laughs> gave them some cocaine. They didn't eat, they just drank. So, th- so the girls um, went in just for a, like a beer, went in for a drink and um, the dock workers gave them this cocaine and you you can really see in the film clip the difference between the footage that they shot in the morning and the footage that they shot in the afternoon. They're all like refreshed and like,
0: Wee-hoo! Yeah, Yeah. don't they throw bananas at the truck or outside the truck in this video?
1: Can't remember that. I'm sure that
0: they. So the dockies might have given them the truck, and I'm I'm sure it's the video where they throw the banana peels Ah. out of the truck and onto the cars as the cars are driving past. Could be. Could be. Um, Must have missed that bit. I can't remember what other video that was. They've got
1: cars in a lot of their video clips, Banana Rama. It's strange.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they'd throw, and that was the funny joke because they were Banana Rama, they were throwing yeah. banana skins. Yeah. So a lot of it was planned in that area. But I thought, I think this, I mean, they came out looking like that. On Countdown, yeah. they had those fantastic black and white bloody suits on. And they like styled this sam-
1: the, themselves. Yeah, well, that's what you did in the yeah. 80s. Yeah.
0: It was the same as Madge, you Yeah, know? yeah, they did it all. No Kim Wilde as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know.
1: And they looked fucking incredible. They and,
0: were- and the thing is it was just a job made up for people to make money off people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, Those
0: girls, I mean, their hair was fabulous. Yeah, yeah. The only ones winning were hairspray. Yeah. You know.
1: And these people were sort of going out – Every night and, like, like living the scene, you know. Yeah. Their music was, like, an extension of that lifestyle. Yeah. Um, well, you
0: only think you're going to have this lifestyle for five years max. Mm, mm. So you just want to go out and abuse it. Yeah, that's right. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's like I've got to do it now because I could never have this again in five years' time. Yeah,
1: you know? yeah. Anyway, I love this song, Cruel Summer. Check out the film Click, guys.
0: Love it. Now, this one uh, is from 1981, hence that it has 1981 in the title. It's an Aussie band, and uh, I'll give it a little whirl. I know that a few of uh, the the punters will just love this, hearing this track. It's very Surface Paradise as well. I remember Surface Paradise.
2: So you won't escape from
0: things I wanna say Summer of 81, Mondo Rock. Beep, 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 beep. It's just a nice background track to yeah. drive to. I, I glanced at
1: the notes before the show and I saw Mondo Rock and I expected,
0: come, sit the yeah, boy. Yeah, no. No. Even though that is summary, yeah. this was the real summer of 81. It was just something new. You, you were going out in Surface Paradise with your older cousin and this would be on their <laughs> car stereo and ow, <laughs> ow. And. and, and and Mondo Rock are a really bizarre band because I'm i really good. I used to be really good mates with his wife now. Oh, yeah? Whose daughter is in Neighbours mm. and that footy player show. The beautiful girl. Oh, yeah. I um, can't remember her name. I never remember her name. Oh, Valance. Yeah, um. No, not Holly, the not other one. Not Holly, Olymp- is Olympia? Olympia, Olympia. Olympia. Yeah. She was yeah. a tiny baby right. when I used to hang out, hang out at this show and her dad's Ryko mm. and then she left Ryko to go to Ross Wilson. So they're married now. They've been married for years. Sexy. And mum's just as beautiful. Like she's just gorgeous. Mm. Greek chick, I think. Oh, wow. And um, I didn't know them at this stage but the, the fact that I just remember that time of – being at Surface, you're hearing Aussie Crawl, you're hearing Mondo Rock. But what it, my point was Mondo Rock were quite an old band. Yeah. Because, of course, he had other careers before this. Yeah. Ross Wilson, um, Eagle Rock and what was oh, the fucking band called? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eagle Rock. Yeah. Um,
1: I can't even e- bloody it's remember It's not Easy it. Beats, is it? No no, no, no. No, 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 no.
0: And so he had that whole career – Rossi Wilson and then this was his second or third option Mondo Rock and they were all 35, 36 in this bloody band So doing uh, Countdown. I've I've heard, yeah, I've heard
1: from certain people that there was like a bit of a, not a cringe towards them but…
0: Well, they were just older than they other were bands. older, right, yeah. okay. Oh. So Countdown, they go on Countdown and they were pushing 40, 35. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, everyone else was 18, 19, like your yeah. James Freuds or. So they were given. But as kids, we didn't know. Yeah. We just loved their music. Yeah, yeah, of course. You yeah. know, we didn't know. Yeah. But everyone at that time, especially in the 80s, it was all about age. It was very ageist. Oh,
1: absolutely. I think
0: it even worse than what it is now because now you can be whatever age and put it out on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to do it. You know what I mean? So, uh,
1: yeah. So is that why sort of. Um- is it is that why people were a little bit of funny about come said the boy because it was about isn't it about a girl losing her virginity and
0: no. no come said the boy was something that was quite sexual yeah. because he's taking her down to the beach to take her undies to off. Finger her. That's right. And mm. everyone was being fingered when they were this age, whenever Especially that song on the came beach. out. And if you speak to Eric McCusker, who is the guitarist, he's the first to tell you about Come Said the Boy yeah. and the sexual revolution behind that video yeah. Yeah. and how everyone used to get excited. And you felt a little bit horny when you were a kid. Yeah. Here in it was like sons and daughters in a music video. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There yeah. was a cute hot boy that was – Bit androgynous and girl with long hair and he just knew they wanted to read each other but yeah. it was a huge hit for them but they're pushing 35 yeah right okay and all of a sudden that just didn't matter mm. you know yeah. and that song was so huge Oh, interesting mm.
1: yeah I, I I um I do love some of their songs
0: yeah, yeah yeah absolutely I mean state of the heart was another big hit oh that's right they had that's my dad right. fucking loved that song. Start yeah. of the Heart was huge. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You know, but yeah, Summer of 81, so that's my little summer song and it brings back fantastic memories for me. Oh, lovely. Now we're up to our one dick wonder. We've Got a one dick. Got a one dick. Yeah. How's the jingle go? What What do we say to our one, one dick, dick wonder? wonder? Fucking nice one, one dick. dick. Yeah. So here we go. We're going to give this one a whirl. I'm going to send this out to Ange and Sammy today, our patrons. Oh, good on you guys. Because Ange was the first one to tell us to do this at a private function that she had. Yes. And I thought, oh, we'll never use this again. And we (laughs) fucking do every week. So good on you, Ange. Let's give this a whirl.
2: Thank you. It's a habit of mine to watch the sun go down On Echo Beach, I watch the sun go down From nine to five I have to spend my time at work My job is very boring, I'm an office clerk The only thing that helps me pass the time away Is knowing I'll be back at Echo Beach someday
0: Track
1: Martha and the Muffins.
0: Now Martha and the Muffins are an interesting band from Canada. Ah, and there were two girls in the band, so there was the lead singer and then the keyboard player, singer, two girls, yep, both called Martha. Wow! So the both of them were called Martha. So it was literally Martha and the Muffins. They would have
1: both had muffins.
0: Well, one of the Marthas (laughs) uh, married the songwriter. Right. She married the songwriter and she went on to do stuff, songwriting and jingles and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but they only had the one hit. Yeah, this right. Was okay. It. And they were Canadian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I get this group mixed up with the Jew Guides, which is another Aussie band. I think they're a Sydney band with a female singer in it. In I, no always thought, I
1: always thought these guys were Australian too, but I actually thought this, for some reason, I always thought this song was Blondie. Blondie did this and yeah, it was only right. sort of when we started doing it in Rewind 80s yeah. that I was like, oh, Martha and the Muffins. Well, okay. it was
0: one of those names in the 80s that you went, Martha and the Muffins, what a cool name. Yeah. And then you never forgot it. Yeah. It was a very clever name but all they've really done is called the boys in the band the Muffins. Yeah. Or Martha and their Muffins. Hey. Um So there was two Marthas and they were just – Very unusual looking. So there was Martha Laidley and Martha Johnson. So Martha Johnson married Mark Gain, who actually wrote this track. Right. Um, But she went on to work, Martha Johnson went on to work with um, Peter Gabriel's Real World Project. Yeah, yeah. Which was all his spiritual shit, you know, when he did sort of Jesus Christ Superstar-ish stuff. Yes. Uh, She did all the design work for that. So they went on and and did – Like jingles and they didn't fuck around but they just didn't have another single. Yeah, yeah. I think they only lasted three years. Shit. But I don't think they wanted to be that big. Right. They, they They look like two hippie chicks that this. maybe tried fingering each other once and then didn't. You know what I mean? They figured <laughs> each yeah, other's muffins. And figured them. their names were the same, we'll finger each other. Oh, yeah. it doesn't work, I'll marry yeah. the other guy, you know. Yeah. That yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, okay. That kind of smelly hippie chick.
1: That old thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is always great <laughs> in theory but then it just doesn't work. That's right. So that's our One Dick Wonder, and it's a great track. Yeah. I really enjoy singing this. Yeah,
1: it's a bit of fun, isn't it's it? It's
0: just easy sing.
1: Very beachy, very summery.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, we did our first gig on Saturday, and this was one of the songs where I couldn't remember. My job is very boring, I'm like, a Like, I think, oh, what's the first line of that bit? Mm. But yeah, it comes back to you after a while, but yeah. really good tune.
1: One Dick Wonder. What do we say to our One Dick
0: Wonder? Nice one, one dick. dick. Love it. Yeah. All right. So the next song we got. Oh. Oh, now, this one's a ripper. We'll give this one a word. This guy, uh, very, very famous dude.
1: Love it. Love this song. <laughs> I ache for this song. Really? I fucking ache for this song.
0: So you know Deadhead Sticker on a Cadillac?
1: It's one of the best written 80s tracks. Lyrically, mm. lyrically really, really beautiful. Really cleverly written.
0: Well, he, he was from the Eagles, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he would have been—he would have been a fucking fantastic, great songwriter. writer. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. But it's—I um, mean—the production is completely unlike the Eagles. You know, it's yeah, it's, totally um, it is. But yeah, the 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 writing is the definitely like the element of storytelling, exactly like the Eagles. You know, yeah. like you go sort of back in time, and and I love '80s songs where the theme is, where did we go wrong. You know yeah, what I mean? right. I love that kind of. Nothing makes you feel older, but it really sort of hits you in the heart, like the songs where they're themed, like you know, looking back and like, fuck, Certain we, we had we it were, all, yeah. and what you know, we lost it, kind of thing. Like this, like Summer of '69. You know what I mean? That kind of yeah. Where where do we go wrong? I l- love this song. It's so.
0: Are so you an summaries. Eagles fan?
1: Um, my dad used to like the Eagles and that's the the only reason I don't like them yeah, but yeah. but um, so it's
0: very hard when someone you like you don't like like stuff yeah,
1: yeah yeah but um I yeah I do I do they're incredible songwriters and stuff and um they yeah they they went on quite a journey those guys they they sort of fought you know there was lots of infighting in that band but
0: yeah you know. and this was a huge song for him
1: fuck yeah absolutely big. so this was 83 was it
0: 83 I guess it
1: 84 84 and the album was building the perfect beast wow is that right this um I remember this really competing with Thriller this was meant to scoop the pool this album and this song blah 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 yeah. was meant to scoop the pool but but um, at the Grammys and so forth but they um, they didn't bank on Thriller coming through yeah, and just fucking… They kept
0: Thriller hush hush. Yeah. Michael was like that though. Yeah. Because I think Michael knew people were after him the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he'd just sneak shit out when you weren't ready. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But even even though Michael was so big, I don't think anyone would have competed no. with that. Yeah, yeah. He was amazing. So I, th- I think it
1: may have been… I think it may have been Thriller that knocked this off number one.
0: I think… There wasn't much else he had off his album though, was there? Wasn't there that like, "Oh, she wants to do, do is dance. dance, dance? Yeah, there was that. Yeah. But that wasn't huge, huge. It that sort was all of right. came and went. Now, yeah, that, the little quote, I'm on the road today. Saw a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. Yeah.
1: That is just so, it says so much. Like the the Cadillac Represents kind of um, conservative, right wing America, mm-hmm. and the Deadhead stickers, the Grateful Dead, yeah, that ah. was their, that was their like um,
0: band sticker or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like because like, they were they're, big they're in the eighties. Band stickers. Fuck yeah, absolutely. You'd stick your favourite band sticker on your car or yeah. your favourite radio station. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or so that was a big comment about uh, generations selling out. Yeah yeah sort of going conservative you know liking having liked the grateful dead but now that they're older they're, they're sort of they've swung to the right and they're much more conservative and driving their cadillac you know um yeah but beautiful imagery i it's such it's such an 80s song like the the synth rim shots
2: yeah 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 you yeah know, yeah c- c-
1: c- c- and it's like a beautiful marriage between guitar and synth, this song as well. Yep. And I was thinking a lot of these songs that we chose, um, how 80s musically I guess will be known and looked back on for uniquely marrying synth and guitar so mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the, suddenly you had these two sort of lead instruments. Mm. You had these two lead – you know, like a just two lead instruments, you know, and you could sort of you could add to that into that mix uh, saxophone for the solos as well. But you know, synth and guitar the whole way through, and it was like an amazing turning point coming out of the seventies, which you know the 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 uh, the rock guitar sort of. Um, uh, representing the 70s and the synth sort of uh, representing electronica and moving to the future. Yeah, you know, and I a
0: lot of it. the times if the vocalist or the person that was in another band that was quite guitar orientated, they did put guitar with synth so that the the listener would just sort of wean them into this other sound. Yes. If you hadn't put that guitar in it, you may have just – alienated half your – Could
1: have been a bit empty and yeah, probably – Yeah, and then they're
0: like, but this isn't the Eagles. that You yeah. get away with this soft porn yeah. guitar rock, you Yeah, know? that's
1: right, yeah.
0: Which is really cool. But, yeah, yeah. good track. But now,
1: beautiful film clip.
0: Yeah. Do you Aren't know much about the, the film clip? Yeah, God, fuck, I lived it.
1: Yeah? Mm. Film clip, they were on a beach, all shot in black and white. The video was directed by Jean-Baptiste Mondino. Do you know that name? Mm-hmm. We should do a show about
0: him. I don't know why. Why do yeah. I know that name?
1: He's worked with Madonna, Lenny Kravitz, Bjork, David Bowie, a lot of big names. Mm-hmm. I think this I think this was his first big name clip. Like he had done a sort of a lot of smaller acts, but this would sort of Everyone loved this so much uh, that it would like swing him into bigger stuff. He would direct Open Your Heart with Madonna. Okay, f- yeah, 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 yeah. I the can following see that. Year, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Justify My Love as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Years later, he would do um, Don't That's Tell Me. Probably where I've heard the name. Yeah. Don't he, Tell Me. Yeah, he did Don't Tell Me ah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: that makes sense because he tends to use a lot of film
1: in yeah, the video. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like
0: film and then real life videos. Yeah, that's right. Um and it reminds me, this song always reminds me of Chris Isaac for some reason.
1: It does have that sort of um, Herbert kind of feeling to it, doesn't and it? Chris that,
0: Isaac, uh, that you know, like. Oh, black he did and something white.
1: with Chris Isaac.
0: Okay, well, maybe he did bloody that song I'm thinking of. No, he did that something else. that. Bitchy Wingy song. What's yeah, that yeah, one
1: yeah. you
0: love? Um, <sighs> <sighs> fucking menopause, anyone? Oh. Um,
1: he, he 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 did something with Chris Isaac. And I thought it might have been that one, but it wasn't. I'll just I have a quick look, because like right.
0: on in the Chris Isaac one, you see the television screen and the video come on that.
1: Yeah, he's worked with Sting as well. Um, Boys of Summer was his big one. Was the um, let me have a quick look if I can spot. Oh, Brian Ferry, yeah, of Tom Waits, uh, Chris Isaac. He did. Uh, you owe me some kind of love.
0: Oh. Oh, I in don't In
1: 87. One. Yeah.
0: Good on him. So it
1: Boy George as well. He uh, did a Prince track in 88. Oh, I, we definitely need to do yeah. a show on this dude. I wish you heaven. I wish, you, I wish heaven. you
0: heaven's my favorite. Yeah. So he likes to put images over images. I think.
1: Yeah. 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 That's right. Um.
0: I wish you heaven was just them in the clouds and they they, they were just dancing through the clouds. It was really cat yeah. was in that shilary. Yeah. I love Michelleary. If yes. anyone's happy in America at the moment about Trump fucking off, <laughs> it's shilary, right? Yeah, yeah. Like and I I'm like top fan of shilary on Facebook. Didn't mean to. Just yeah. Fucking like she she writes. Yeah, yeah.
2: She's got her
0: own TV network and now happening and stuff. Um, she's been incredible to explain everything about the guy because we don't know what's going on in Australia but we're just assuming the guy's lost his marbles. Yeah. But a lot of them know they have, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so this next song I want to play is from 1976 but it really reminds me of summer. It reminds me of being in my garage, putting on, uh, you know, little concerts and (laughs) – It's just a really cute tropical song. So, and the reason I want to play this song is because it was written for Australia, about Australia. Yeah, okay. On their last tour. So I thought I might break the rules a bit today. So this is from 1976 and it's a ripper.
2: Land, wander along beautiful gardens of flowers and songs. Come to the sunshine, beaches and sand. Isn't too beautiful?
0: Tropical love hand. Hand. There you go, a bit of ABBA.
1: I have never heard that song no, in my life.
0: it was the B-side to, can you hear the drums, Fernando? <gasps> and I got sick of Fernando very quickly as a kid because yeah. it was too slow. Yeah. So my dad and I would turn it onto the B-side and this fucking other world was on the wow. B-side. And this was it. Right. And it was just really reggae and and like it was great. Anyway, they shot the video in Australia on this um, river in, uh, where was it? Sort of Sydney area and they loved Australia so much they wrote this song. Not the Hawkesbury or something. No, it was.
1: The Parramatta River.
0: Yeah, the Parramatta, you know what, it was pretty close to that. It wasn't anything fantastic but. I mean, it was a black and it was sort of a coloured video, and they're on their thing. But where the fuck was it? I wrote it down. The Sydney River. Somewhere, look, they went on, they threw boomerangs. It's from this show that came out. um, Grundy's put on an ABBA show about their tour. Right. Here we go. It was Cottage Point. Cottage Point, yeah, which it okay. wasn't very. I mean, if they had gone to Cairns, they would have knocked themselves out. <laughs> so yeah, dedicated to Australia, it was on the best of Abbott TV show Grundy Productions. Fifty four percent of Aussie households watched it. Wow,
2: yeah, Fuck. biggest series,
0: yep. Yeah. And it's got some snapshots of Cottage Point. Um, drew higher ratings than 1969, the moon landing. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. And they got a barbie going, they go to Taronga Zoo, they throw boomerangs, all that Aussie shit that we don't fucking own, you know? They
1: see the penguins.
0: Oh, and there's a shot of a seagull that goes for like 30 seconds in the video and I'm like, fuck, do you really what have to show doing? the seagull? Fucking, fucking don't people have seagulls overseas? For
1: boating. Yes, of course they do.
0: Well, it was very strange that this seagull got a well, fucking here's, cameo.
1: Here's one of our seagulls.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I thought I'd bring in a little bit of tropical love. Then anyone that's camp will appreciate it, right? Because it's so good. Awesome. My dad was very camp. Yes, always loved anything that was fucking boppy and shit. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: absolutely.
2: How
1: exciting!
0: Tropical love lands. Suck I loved my it. Yeah, and I used to I used to sing it in the pool at home. Oh. Yeah, that was my tropical love land. So, is it time for a commercial? It is. We haven't had a commercial last week because you're in Queensland. I've been away. Yes. I was like watching Sweet and Sour. Everyone has loved that. We got into the uh, Apple iTunes Aussie. Oh, great! Yes, nice. which is good. Cool. We haven't been in there for a while. Right. So the old Sweet and Sour show has brought people back, which Beautiful. is awesome. Yeah. And I love doing that show because that was just our childhood. Yeah.
1: Fuck yeah! Absolutely. You know? It was bigger. With the kids than anybody. And, and it wasn't yeah. necessarily My parents wouldn't have
0: known about it. No, no.
1: You know, uh,
0: they wouldn't have a clue. Yeah. So we're going to give this commercial a go. Let's give it a go. And, and you may remember it. And, you know, I thought we'd do a tourism commercial because they reckon it's going to be a year until we get anything happening again. Yeah. Can you imagine?
1: Yep. Who
0: was it started out? So small, we started
2: with a dream that's all it was you. A stray like you Who looked into the distant skies, saw horizons far and wide, amazing schemes and flying machines. Who gave Australia wings? It was you.
0: Qantas, oh wow! Now Qantas, when Australia owned Qantas, that was uh, sung by Olivia Newton-John. By the sounds of it, you can tell, can't you? Yeah. She's got such a distinct
1: vocal. And
0: you know that's cool because she probably looked for a gig at this stage, and she was well, she was an Australian icon. She would have been. Yeah,
1: yeah. They got rid of the old um, flying kangaroo. Well, they took the wings off the flying kangaroo. Did Remember? They? Yeah, they did. They used to. It, if you have a look at a Qantas plane these days, it's just a kangaroo. It oh, used to yeah, have yeah. a wing. It used to have a wing on it. Oh, wow. Yeah, like a stylized wing. But they got rid of that when okay. they were like, uh, you know, homogenising the branding.
0: Well, if anyone works for Qantas, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you because… We're going to need some flights to to Brisbane soon.
1: Anybody who works at Qantas or
0: Virgin hates Qantas. Oh, really? Yeah, Damn. yeah.
1: Back in the day, back in the eighties, Qantas was fucking incredible.
0: It was the most exclusive air airline. Yeah, fucking
1: incredible. When um when they started bringing like budget airlines in, things r- were really under the squeeze. And especially like um these days now that they've got Alan Joyce as their CEO, he like fires people without a second thought. So their um their um uh shareholders love them, love him, mm. but um yeah. Anybody, yeah, it's not like it used to be Qantas, unfortunately. In the 80s, yeah. Yeah. It was a great company in the 80s. Mm. My brother used to work for Qantas for like 25 years.
0: God, I'm so old. We used to fly TAA. I
1: remember TAA. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Chance it with Ansett, my dad used to say. Who are you flying with? We're getting Chance it with Ansett. Ansett was another.
1: Airline. Yeah, I remember yeah, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. there yeah. you
0: go. We're going to chance it with Ansett and walk through the fucking- <laughs> Might get there, might yeah, not. Yeah, might not. Might have to swim. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, well, that was a good commercial and I remember it, but I'm pretty sure that's Livy, which a lot of the overseas listeners oh, will totally love. Oh, totally that's Livy. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So let's go on with your little baby.
1: Oh, let's go.
0: It's a fucking ripper, this one.
1: Yeah, yep.
0: Hit it. Well- Let me just find it first because I reckon I was just checking the time. So this track is from a movie really when you think about it, isn't it?
1: It is. Will I give you a little bit of an intro, a bit of an insight?
0: Yeah. Oh, Let's play it first because you
1: might recognise it. See which film, if you can pick it. from it was the opening song from a big film in 1988.
0: I know what it is. Was it the yeah, opening track? It was. Cocktail. Cocktail with Tom Cruise. Do you know I've never seen Cocktail? Yeah. I
1: watched I just don't want to do it. It's an interesting film. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah it's an interesting film. It's sort of <laughs> yeah. It's such a strange film. Like you, if it wasn't called Cocktail, you would not know what the fuck it was about. Right. It, it, um, you know, they're, they're sort of – they're flair cocktail uh, waiters for a moment in the film, but the film is like about so much more. Okay. Like there's so many sort of elements to it. I, I don't know. I think it could have been a lot simpler. But it had Brian Brown in it. Of course it did. Our Brian Brown. Yes. This may have been the first big film that he did in the US. I reckon it would have been. Yeah, really launched him. He had a little, little period there where, you know, he was – you know the hottest thing because he, they
0: love the accent.
1: They love the Aussies, mm. and
0: he yeah. was a good actor.
1: He was a good actor, yeah. Very, um, very authentic. The old Brian. He's a bit of a sweetheart too, Brian. I love Brian Brown. Um, now Starship sang this. It's called Wild Again, yeah. Starship sang mm. this. Old oh, Starship. I think it's good. They've to had their other ship. Yeah, they've had an incredible. History. That band has had an incredible history. Mm-hmm. That would be an interesting band to do like a biopic yeah. on. Because they started right and back in the 60s. And I can have nightmares
0: that night as well. Yeah. She they started back in the – oh, actually. Grace Slick. Fuck yeah. Yeah. She's got fucking crazy eyes She wears up her fucking anus.
1: <laughs> she, yeah, she's a bit mad. She's a bit witchy, isn't she? Oh,
0: she's fucking something. She
1: would have done a lot she of drugs. She could
0: drives. marry Trump and it would make sense.
1: <laughs> but she – um. Uh, so they started as Jefferson Airplane back in the mm. '60s, and they uh, were one of the headline acts. Well, I know about headline, but they were one of the acts at Woodstock.
2: Yes, and
1: uh, the I think the Monterey uh, Folk Festival, which is another big sort of festival back then. Um, and you know, you think of this is a fucking '80s. This is like in the late '80s. This song, you know. Mm. Mm. Now, yeah, they were at Woodstock. Mid-70s, I think it was 74, few people left the band. Oh, it's a long fucking story While they were called uh, uh, Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, it's, uh,
0: yeah, yeah that's right. It's
1: not yep. particularly interesting. But then they changed their name to Jefferson's, uh, Jefferson Starship and then it wouldn't be until about 84, so 10 years later, the that yeah. they dropped the Jefferson. They they sort of, at the beginning of the year, they were um, uh, Jefferson Jefferson Starship and then they dropped the, the Jefferson because so many people have left. I think the, the last foundation member of Jefferson Airplane left and so then they were like, I think he may have had, he may have had, oh, he tried to claim ownership over the name yeah. as he's sort of walking out the door. He was like, well, I'm the only foundation member because Grace Slick wasn't.
2: Right.
1: She started sort of a year or two after the band started. So um, they went to court, battled it out. Grace Slick actually, I think, ended up coming out claiming fifty one percent of the ownership of that that name wow. and everything. And um, because she had written a lot of the big hits, you know, when she came on board, and I think um, Mickey Thomas might have owned the rest. Who was the other? You know, who he
0: wrote "We Built This City." she it was bernie
1: torpen was the bernie torpen who used to write for right for old mate right
0: um
1: because remember we've talked about before that, that that was presented to john farnham oh
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's right and he didn't want to very do lucky it. That yeah they did that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but it was primarily bernie torpen yeah, good track, I like that track
0: We're a bit but there's yeah. the, I look, you know what I never loved it in the 80s But I got sick of it when we did it with the puppets Yeah And yeah. everyone knows we did Yeah But it was just oh,
1: It's not my favourite God. song of theirs I do like the um, the 60s Jefferson Airplane stuff, yeah. Like, uh, is it White Rabbit? Like, you know that really trippy fucking LSD song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they were
0: like the mamas and the papas. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah.
1: And somebody to love, you know. Don't you want, want somebody to love? I love that shit. Yeah, really? And Jim Carrey I don't want that back. somebody
0: to love when she sings that to me. Need somebody to oh, love? It's like she's smacking your fucking hand. That's right. She'd be a forceful root, that chick. She's
1: pretty Yeah.
0: She'd be like, you're fucking rooting me or you're fucking name, not going home. Her
1: name and everything, Grace yeah, Slick. Grace like, Slick, crazy eyes, fucking. Yeah.
0: See, so if you got crazy eyes, don't feel bad. You could join a band eventually. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Now, um, uh, in 86, Starship would, they did well out of the movies, out of the movie oh, soundtracks. Movies yeah?
0: were the biggest thing ever. Yeah.
1: So, 86, they did a song called Cut You Down to Size for a film called Young Blood, which had Patrick Swayze and um, yep. Rob Lowe in it. Yep. I haven't seen that one. I'll have to go and um, Two check Hotties. that out. Yes. Uh, in '87, they would do "Nothing's Gonna Stop Us
0: Now." Nah. Oh, that's right. That wasn't bad.
1: That was their only number one. I think that was their only number one.
0: Where didn't Sarah go number one?
1: I don't think it went number one.
0: Sarah,
1: what a shit song! Yeah, Sarah.
0: Well,
1: I don't think Sarah went oh, number one. I it was a big a hit. Fan. I
0: wasn't yeah. a
1: fan. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, nothing's going to stop us now. Mannequin with um, is it oh, of course, and Andrew McCarthy and Kim Cattrall. Yeah, and in '88 they would do this for, for cocktail.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: wild, wild again. There you go.
0: Look, the movie getting a. a- The song in a movie was the biggest thing you could do in the 80s because it was played, you got a great fee from each time it was played in every country and they'd still be getting paid for that today.
1: Especially for films that open and close a film. Yeah. And this this opened the film.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So our last track, Baby, is, is a really cool one too. I love this. Very tropical. Here we go.
1: Boy George. Culture Club, what a song. Great song. This is such an established sound for their debut album. Well,
0: they were very reggae, weren't they, in a lot of ways. Scar, yeah,
1: Yeah. So, which is like fast reggae basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love them. This was their, this song uh, made them the first band since the Beatles to have uh three hits from their debut album. Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh, this album was huge. Colour was, by numbers, wasn't it? But like
1: how how um established is this sound? It's fucking yeah.
0: great. Yeah. Well they just had a good band. Like I hate to say it, but John Moss was a fucking good drummer. And so was Mickey, Mikey yeah. on bass. He yeah. was a fucking incredible. A lot of the bass players in the 80s were fucking incredible bass players. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it was ABC Fucking Duran Duran, they knew how to play bass. Yeah. And this was in there and there were always, um, you know, people that listened to reggae and and just mixed all the genres together.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I wonder how they found each other because you sort of –
0: See that's a biopic in itself, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because the whole John Moss Boy George story would be so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: because I mean, you don't—he was a club kid, obviously. Like that was his yeah, whole was blitz look kid, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really see the other guys in that scene, do you?
0: No, I think. Well, Georgie was was. Um, I actually do not know how the fuck they all met. Yeah, yeah. We should yeah. look. In. I mean, it would it'd be would be worth doing a Culture Club special. Absolutely, because. Boy George and the band, well, especially Boy George, is still fucking relevant now. Yeah, for you sure, know? Like still releasing he's stuff. He's incredible on the voice. I yeah. think he's fantastic, and you know he can be a nightmare. He can be a fucking great guy. But yeah. who yeah. cares? It's his life, you know. Um, so I'll tumble for you. Note, um, Naomi Campbell was one of the little dancing oh, girls. Oh, you in this. bitch! Yeah. She was too. Yeah.
1: You slut.
0: Yeah, that's that's a really well known.
1: So the clip's awesome. It sort of shows all these like tap dancers and tumblers and stuff. Yeah, all dancing on a stage. One of them's our Naomi.
0: Naomi, yeah, which is incredible. But cute video and beautiful vocal, you know. Have you seen Culture Club Live? No. Oh, I have. Have you? God, yeah, many times. Where? Where? Well, I went out with a clone. That's with right. a fucking boy George clone.
1: You should do this look on stage with Rewind 80s. I, I mean, I love how he looks in this. With where, where At the end where they've all got white on, they've got all white on. And yeah, they,
0: but, you know, they tried to do that in the puppets. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> oh.
0: You looked great. Yeah, but, you know, it's very, it's a, it never worked. It went down like a lead balloon.
1: No, well, people didn't quite nah, get
0: it. didn't grasp it at all. That's why we dropped it so quickly. It was I like, think, yeah. I think you
1: do have to be a dude and do that of look. Of course. Yeah. You know. That's the whole novelty.
0: Yeah. There's a friend of mine called Troy West who was on countdown when Culture Club came out and he was in the background. Mm. And he's now the Geelong cat logo, like his cat man. You know that guy? Yeah. Troy West. Well, he's a really good friend of mine. Oh, shit, really? I used to go to gay bars with him and we used to hang out and he'd have my legs in the air and try banging me in front of him. We just loved it. (laughs) I just loved it. And then one day my mum and dad went to his, he's got a bed and breakfast in Dullesford or somewhere with his husband. And... My mum and dad walk in and Troy's, it's about midnight and Troy's in a dress doing Wuthering Heights in the fucking bush and my dad spots him <laughs> and uh, loved it. And Troy walks in and he goes, you look all right as a sheila, mate? And then they spoke for hours. And then Troy's like, I oh, don't no, mum comes home and she goes, oh, we met this lovely couple, Troy West and his husband. And I said, what the fuck? Who? Troy West. Where were you? Bed and breakfast. I went, that's a friend of mine. And so the, the two worlds had collided but not with me in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It was really funny. <laughs> but uh, Troy was a big culture club and my friend Joshua and then I had mm. the ex-boyfriend that was a clone. Yeah. Um, so Culture Club is a really interesting band. But Absolutely. Victims is like my favourite all-time song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, what yeah. a great song.
1: Oh, great. This is from, um, I think released in 82, 83. This is from Kissing to be Clever. Kissing
0: to be Clever, that's yeah. right.
1: Yeah. So there you go.
0: Fantastic, very summary
1: show. Tro- Club Tropicana. I hope it warmed you up. I hope, yeah. Hope you had a little, uh, you know, West Coast cooler. Does like Does anyone we did.
0: drink West Coast cooler anymore, or you just bought them for this episode? I just
1: bought them for this. They're no, beautiful. I wouldn't have seriously bought them.
0: It's like it's
1: like sort of. They
0: still stand up to me.
1: Lolly water, babe.
0: Yeah. What? Not much alcohol. Hey. Is hey uh,
1: much? I think they're like three point five percent or something. Okay.
0: Which I, is like a mid, oh, I quite enjoyed that. Like a
1: mid-strength beer, like a mid-strength drink. When
0: we get back into gigs and stuff, we'll have to have parties with all this shit,
2: catering yeah, like the eighties. Yes, you know. yes, Let's do
0: all that stuff. Yep, would be awesome. So, um, what do we do? That that's a fantastic episode. Very summary. Are we going to do a little gig guide? Do you have any dates? Nah, only the one on here. Oh yeah, which I can play if you like. Yeah, I'll just get it on. Get it on, bang your gong. Gig guide. Gig guide. We will have a gig guide soon, I guess, but we basically just got the two that we're promoting. Yeah,
1: that's two gigs.
0: Here we go. The Mixtape Tour comes to Albury, New South Wales. Rewind 80s plays live at the Albury Entertainment Centre Saturday, May the 8th, 2021. With all the greaties from the 80s, tickets go on sale this Friday the 15th of Jan. There's an early bird special this week so get out your lycra, your leg warmers. It's on like Donkey Kong. Tickets are going out cheap cheap. Ticket sales www.alburyentertainmentcentre.com.au. We'll see you there. Rewind 80s and the Mixtape Tour. chip chip Oh, you're a sprightly little cheep, thing, oh, aren't you? Oh, I am. Oh, I very am.
1: sprightly fucking little thing.
0: Fucking hell. What <laughs> happened that morning? I think that was the morning when I recorded that as well. I had a few barocas that day. Yeah, I did, yeah. Um, so, Aubrey went on sale Friday.
1: Lovely. All my cousins.
0: Or your cousins the are Cummings. coming.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, now, tickets are at concession rates until to the e- end of Jan. Can so we sit
1: next, ne- next to each other's? That's what they said. Yeah, to me. oh God,
0: they can. So said, don't ask me. Yeah, well, they just call have the to bring the box office. Yeah, yeah, yeah call, yeah, the venue. yeah. call the box office. And just say, you want to all bloody. I mean, look, if Albury sells, we'll probably have a little dance floor, but I'm not going to guarantee that with COVID. Right. But that's what we ideally want to get onto. Yeah. Sitting and standing. That's right. But At the moment, with COVID, everything's got to be sitting. But in saying that, this is May. Yeah. But if you get your tickets. Uh, before the end of Jan, they're thirty eight dollars and seventeen cents each. So they're concession. I know it works out to be seventeen cents. It's just the way they work it out. So with GST and all that stuff, and it's going to be great because the Albury Entertainment Centre is a beautiful venue. Have you been there?
1: No, but um, you know, talking to the cousins, yeah, they say it's beautiful. Have
0: they been there?
1: Yeah, yeah, they've seen stuff there. Oh and, wow, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. We'll let them know that the end of Jan. Yep. Tickets go up to forty three. Okay. I didn't want to push the the ticket, like they wanted it to fifty and I'm like, nah. It's been COVID. Everyone wants to go out and have a good time. Yep. I just need to cover costs, man. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? And and then get us over to Brisbane. So yeah. forty three bucks for a three hour, four hour gig. Awesome.
1: And I saw CPAC in Cairns while I was there as yeah, well. Right. Yeah, right. It they stunning. just very just,
0: lovely there. Yeah,
1: they just did it up. Yeah. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, we'll Absolutely. love it. Though. We'll have a lot of fun.
0: Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, we have to. Someone's written on our Facebook. If you do want to connect with the Rewind 80s Band, it's Rewind 80s Band uh, Facebook, which is, you know, forward slash Rewind 80s Band. Um, but all your info that you need is on the 80smontage.com if you need Patreon or Anything. Um, Now, I forgot I was a Patreon member of something. Yeah. And I got it in the mail this week. (laughs) So some people don't really know what Patreon is. Patreon is where you can give some money to a project or a show and you go through the channels where they sign you up and then especially for the dollar patrons, don't think you're wasting your time with the dollar patrons because – I've got a mailing list there so that when we start doing the 80s montage live, Mm. I can send stuff to you guys so you guys will be able to come there first. You'll get Rewind 80s stuff. So don't be embarrassed with the dollar a month. And if we've got 500, 600 people around the world doing that, we know where to aim and where to gig, where you want to hear it. That's right.
1: Absolutely. And
0: it is a monthly thing. So they usually take money out of your card um, the end of the month or the start of the month. And you get extra bonuses and it's really, really cool because we love everyone listening to the show but our patrons are what's really important. So this week I forgot I was a patron. I actually sponsored a book called My Shadow is Pink. Now that was a book that a dad wrote for his son because his son loved to dress in girls' clothes. Right. And no one – Everyone used to bully him about it because he wanted to wear dresses and he'd go to school in dresses and he was just a little camp boy, you know. That's right. He just wanted to wear what he wanted to wear. So he wrote a book called My Shadow Is Pink and it was an Australian guy and I remember I think I gave them 50 bucks towards them putting it into an animation film. Oh, now, isn't that Animation lovely? is a lot of money. Fuck yeah. But I think I gave 50 bucks and I completely forgot about it and I did it. I was – Staying in a hotel in Melbourne because I had Wentworth at 6 in the morning and it was COVID and I couldn't get anywhere. I had to stay in the hotel in in Melbourne to get to um, Wentworth on time. Yep. And Danny Minogue promoted it. So I jumped on and I gave Patreon to this. And it just feels really good. Because you've actually – Something towards someone's project.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I love it. I love the idea of of Patreon because it's sort of like if you love something, you you have the opportunity to. Make a difference share, in the people yeah. that make that show's yeah. life. You know, yeah. and and every single one of our patrons. You wouldn't know how grateful we are for the contribution. Yeah. It's it's just incredible. It's the the encouragement alone is incredible. Yeah, but I mean, right. the fact that you know that money goes towards us improving our facilities and mm-hmm. um, you know, it, great. It's just such so encouraging and really something that we're very very grateful of. Ne- if you love the show as well, guys, please like, share, review and rate us and mm. become a subscriber. Subscribe to whatever medium you can, whether it's iTunes or Spotify, like make sure you're a regular subscriber of ours so that your finger is on the pulse and you can hear about new episodes and every new week. things every week. Yeah.
0: Now, I will say America is very good at this. When we download an episode, there's 150 People waiting in America. Bang. Yeah, bam, yep. off yep. there. And then the rest come the next day. Yeah. So it's really, really good and it, it saves you thinking about it.
1: And missing any episodes. Yeah. You know, like if there's if there's shows that I love, uh, podcast shows that I love, I hate fucking missing episodes, yeah. you know. You, don't, you know,
0: when they come out. Because
1: you get to the gym or, you know, you get on the train, you don't want to eat up your data, whether, you know, if you're at home mm. it will just sort of download automatically for you and it's yeah. there. You know, you Absolutely. don't have to worry about it. It's so good. So
0: Patreon for us is patreon.com the 80s, uh, forward slash the 80s montage. But Sweet. you will be able to find it on our On our website. Lovely. Mm. Yeah.
1: Good on you guys. What an episode.
0: Great episode.
1: Club Tropicana.
0: Buy your tickets to the Wedge. The Wedge is doing great. We're half capacity. That's right. Six weeks left.
1: Get in there. It's going to sell out.
0: It is. And a lot of people from Melbourne are coming up and that's really nice to support the rural areas as well. Yes. Because we won't be going away for a fucking year, guys. (laughs) So you may as well enjoy your own country. That's
1: right. Get out and see it, guys. Enjoy it. Good on you. Thanks very much, guys. This is the 80s
0: Montage. I'm Sammy Hardon.
1: And I'm Jay Jovi. And if it's music, mateys, or cool cool shit from the 80s, 80s, we're going to talk about it.
0: Unreal. See you next week.